What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. <laughs> it looked weird on this angle, too, because it's like my arms are short, like... How about you relax there, Kobe White? Hey, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Pat the Designer back <laughs> at it again. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. I'm your host, Pat the Designer. That is the man, the myth, the legend, the pettiest man alive, Mr. P. Kid, all the way out in the fine land of Indi- Indiana. Indiana. Suburbs, dog. I'm like 30 minutes from downtown. Like people be like, how close are you to Indianapolis? I'm like, as close as you are. I was like, still two and a half hours. I was like, say, what, what? Yeah, you basically just in uh, South Chicago, pretty much. That's all it is. Uh, but hey, man, listen. A uh, lot to get into after yesterday, right? Um, more coming out. All 22 dropping, and uh, unfortunately, I have to at least that week one roll back something that I said a long, long time ago. It really was just last season. But, uh, yeah, we got to touch on that. Also, got to look at the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. Injury update to Kyler Gordon, or I don't know about an update, but, like, team update. Um, But, yeah, talk about that. Aaron Rodgers injury, crazy. We got to jump into what happened out in New York yesterday. Four plays, and it's basically all over. And uh, some of Josh Allen's struggles. I mean, there's a lot to get into football-wise. Football is back, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, the 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 number one thing that you see in a week one of football is that, man, I'm happy football's back. This man, was not trash. Good. <laughs> hey, yo, trash. hey, yo, when it came down to it, this was not good. What's going on with Anthony? Hey, listen, I don't know. Big as a, big as- hey, hey, I saw that. I, I did a double take. I was like, my man is tripping. Oh. Hey, man, hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Let's jump into the show, kid. Uh, topic it. on the table today right now. Should the Chicago Bears cut their losses with Chase Claypool? And listen, no. y'all y'all know that I am the, the person that said that we left Claypool to die. He was out there with dead arm Ben, uh, no money Mitch, and uh, can he throw a picket? My, uh, my assessment on all three of those quarterbacks is still correct. From that video. Hey, stop hating on money making Mitch, my man. Hey, hey, money making Mitch ain't making that much money. Actually, he's still making good money. Still he's still making, making good, good money. money. Yeah. <laughs> but uh Chase Claypool and and the all 22 is out now. Finally got a chance to sit down. I haven't gone through it 
in depth, but there were certain things that I was looking at for today's show to figure out some topics and different things for talking points, stuff like that, right? I can excuse you being lost in what I would call a very poor system. Mm -hmm. I can excuse mm -hmm. you not being utilized very much like DJ Moore wasn't utilized and only getting two targets. Mm -hmm. I will never excuse poor effort. Talking. I watched basically every clay pulled down. And once I started seeing how bad he was, I started focusing on him uh, going through the first run through the all 22, some other things too, seeing kind of how Justin threw and, and what receivers were open, different things like that. But my God, um, I don't think that I've ever seen a worse effort on a football field in my life. And I watched a lot of bears football. I mean, I, I, I have no answers for what we saw uh, out of chase Claypool. I do not believe that the Chicago Bears will cut their losses. Absolutely not. Because of what you get. You basically gave up the 32nd overall pick. That kind of is a first round pick, even though it is the first pick in the second round. That's still technically right. That would have been a first round pick if Miami doesn't lose their pick. But my God, that's one of the worst performances. What the, the biggest lack of heart that I've seen in Chicago in a long time, at least on a football field. We saw some heartless moments from the Chicago Bulls last season. Uh, but I mean, like, just, just in, in general, that was a... I, I don't even know how to describe how bad it was. And in and, and a city built on effort, you will never stick around. That's a Here. fact. This city is 110% built on, to take a quote from Stacey King, heart hustling muscle. And whether you like it or not, right, that's technically what Matt Eberflus is trying to preach. Now, yeah. whether he does preach that or not, that's a, a topic that we will also jump into, right? Because there's something to be said on the system and, and the implementation of that. But I don't believe that they'll cut him, but he is, he is not making it look good for him to stay at that number three receiver spot. It looks like if they do start to get this offense moving in the right direction, Darnell Mooney is absolutely your number two right now. And I think you got to watch out for Roshan Johnson or Tyler Scott to be your three, which sucks because they're both rookies. What'd you see, kid? So we're going to just break down Chase Claypool. He, I, I'm going to just answer it directly. Will they cut their losses? No, because that would have to, that would be Poles having to admit that it was a mistake. Well, he's done that. He's done that with some of these players. Who? We paid PJ uh, uh, Walker two million dollars to leave. We paid him two million dollars to leave. He paid him two, two million dollars to leave. Two two million is different. <laughs> I can we can sit there. He paid him. Well, Chase not making that leave. much. Chase still on his rookie deal. He paid him. He paid him, but he gave up the pick. The pick. The pick means valuable. a lot, but but you're hurting. I think realistically, sending that message sounds good if you send that message through your whole locker room. I I, I get you. But the pick is more valuable than whatever his contract is. Yeah. And giving that pick up, and, you know, we've already seen this. There's no reason Valus Jones should be on this roster still, but <laughs> it, he is. it is wild. So Valus Jones is still on the roster. He was inactive. He wasn't injured, apparently. Yeah. So and he's a third-rounder. They ain't cut him. Yeah. So there's this president that tells you that he's not. they're not going to cut their losses. They're going to try to figure this part out, right? Because it's about saving face to some degree. Cutting PJ Walker is just, it, at what point not, are you saving money? 
here's here's my question to rebuttal that though. At what point are you saving face? Because if he plays like this, now granted, this is week one. This is overreaction week, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, everybody's losing their mind. Half the NFL sucks today. The other half of the NFL's got a chance to go to the Super Bowl. That's basically what this week is. The only good team uh, that played good was 49ers. Bro, like, I mean, listen, you start. Mark Purdy looked like, like, like a goat out there. I mean, bro, you start going through the list, and you're just like, wow, okay. Um, but I, I just. Not to say they should cut him now. I'm just asking the question. Cutting your losses now versus letting him walk at the end of the season, what changes? The conversation is the same. The timing of when we have the conversation is the only thing different. If I don't think you, you feel like he's going to be a problem, I should say. I don't think he's going to be a problem. I think, uh, one, I'm not going to give one game to be the whole you know storyline on Chase Claypool. I don't think right. that's fair for him, no. right? Uh, so li- going through with this season, I can live with. Now, if this is something that we see is a habit, then obviously that's a different story. You know, how let me at week eight to ten or something like that. We'd have enough sample size to say, "Hey, dog, you just don't hustle." Hey, listen, I ain't gonna. We lie don't to like you. that. We don't like the, that. The, no effort. I, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. If, if he do that in week two, <laughs> listen, I ain't got week ten for you. You do that two weeks in a row. But I'll I mean, literally, that was that was. I was in. You know how like you see something and you just like. I'm embarrassed for you. you I was what, embarrassed with for you. Chase. I, I I feel you 110%. I'm embarrassed for Luke Getty. 100%. Like, he's the bigger issue than my, my weapons because, one, I don't even know if I have the right people to deliver the ball to these weapons yet because I haven't even put him in the right position because my O-line sucks and stuff like yeah. that. On top of that, what the heck was this play calling? So, like, to me, it's it's so many other things that have to be corrected before we get down to Chase's effort. Because, like, if you look at how that game was going, you you just you rewatched it. I've I watched it twice at this point, uh, going on my third time, just because I'm I'm trying to focus on a different person each time. That's, how, that's how I watch it. I watch it with a different core each time. Looking yeah. at a different core each time. But I, I, it's, it's, bad. It's, it's But he, I think here's the thing, right? And here's here's where it, it does go to both, right? I'm not ex- absolving Luke for what Chase does, but Chase is a part of the play calling working. What I mean by that is that screen pass that we're killing Chase for. If he blocks. The it lead blocker is already upfield. That yeah, yeah, play yeah. actually works. We're looking at Luke Getzey and saying, finally, one of these screen passes works. But the fact that Chase Claypool basically gets mushed out of the way, like he was a, a five foot five running back doing his best. You know what I mean? Is is the, the the difference between Darnell Mooney catching that pass and not catching that pass. The pass was there. The problem was Mooney's going down, taking a shot the second the ball gets near him. That's a fact. No, I'm with you. All of it kind of goes hand in hand. I, I, I don't think that game plan fit our talent. If that makes sense. I don't uh, think that it, game it fits the offensive line talent, which is a whole nother conversation. Because that's boy. a whole nother conversation. <laughs> boy. Hey, listen. But hey, I'll be honest get, with you. We you can didn't, talk about you, them passes downfield, but you didn't you didn't get Chase Claypool and DJ Moore there to throw a bunch of screen passes. No, you didn't. You didn't you didn't you don't need them for that, right? No, I, I, I want to see well. them on the slants. Exactly. And so that that kind of goes to the question and goes to the conversation that they were having in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. Like we ain't you we ain't throwing a bunch of deep passes. And they weren't. That's a legitimate conversation they were having. So at this point, it's like, yo, no, 
I think one of the things is his maturity is what showed. And that has always been a question for him. He is he's a he's been considered very immature for his age. And at this point, considering that he's he's on his rookie deal, but he's considering a veteran at this point. Was it three years? Oh, yeah. No, he's been. A, this is fourth year in the league. Fourth he's, year, he's considered a veteran at this point. You expect more from him from a maturity. I, standpoint, I, I being expect a more. And, and that's that's the part for me that that really sticks with me is, listen. We want to talk about guys taken out of a system, guys who were who were relegated to the back of the bench. Um, and and I see Mike in here. Uh, how would you feel if we ran the tenth? If if that was like the tenth time we ran that play, does it matter? They were different plays. It wasn't mm-hmm. the same play every time. But similar right, like, plays. Here's 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 the issue with that. If the coach calls it, if your quarterback calls it, your effort impacts that play. That's a fact. That's a fact. The second the play is called, your effort impacts that play. We can, I'm not, I sat here all yesterday telling y'all Luke Getz's game plan was trash. Guess what I saw today? Trash. It was bad. Like, I'm not sitting here absolving Luke Getz of what we saw. But what I'm telling you is that, and this was a problem that I saw now looking at this and talking with Lance yesterday as he was breaking down what he saw as well, effort on both sides. The second half defensive effort was terrible. The first, the, the, the entire game offensive effort for more than just Chase Claypool, Chase was just mm-hmm. the worst of the bunch, which is impressive because it wasn't a great effort from the team as a whole. When you're not putting in the effort to at least make a play, I got a problem with that. I saw broken plays for the Packers that turned into 30, 40-yard gains just because somebody was like, hey, I got to make a play. I got to get out. I don't. It, it fell down, I bet. It, it, the, the, what was it? The tight end fall, right? The tight end didn't stop running his route because the ball was fumbled. Mm-hmm. Tight end was like, I got to get to my spot. I got to make a play. Guess what? He's wide open. Boom, big catch. Right, like mm-hmm. it, effort mm-hmm. is 90% of this. You got to have the smarts. You got to know where to be. But if you're not going to go out there and run the play 110%, then the play ain't going to work. It doesn't matter. But that also goes into this. You know, and as you watch it, you'll probably see other people who probably didn't put forth that, that same effort. Uh, that goes into uh, half the team didn't put forth the effort. Yeah, hey, like, hey, listen, we saw listen, that, right? Listen, who didn't put forth the effort? The Bears. The Bears, right? <laughs> the coaching staff. That becomes the a players. coaching issue. Have you yeah. already lost your your have you already lost your team? That they're not buying into your scheme. They're not buying into your principles. And it's not translating to the field. That becomes more of a Luke Eberflus issue. Yeah. And now that's one of those things where yeah, we can single out a couple people. And you're absolutely right. We we paid a lot of we paid we paid a lot in theoretically for Chase Claypool, for the, for us yep. to be getting this, right? But we saw a lack of effort across the board. So who's just, the problem there? I love that the chat is just naming screens that they saw on the on 22. Tunnel screen. <laughs> Bubble screen. <laughs> they saw so many screens, dog. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't know if I'm there. I don't know if I'm there all the way uh, yet, but I was in I remember training camp when I just went as a fan. And I mean, we were doing the breeze and stuff, but I wasn't there on the media side. And I remember last year they were 
Gotta go. Gotta go. Get on the ball. Get off the ball. We're here. Let's move. Let's. This year, walking to the ball, taking your time. Still, still a up tempo pace, but it's not how it was last season. And mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think that being very different affected some of the conditioning that we saw in week one. How you last year? How you the play. Bears were conditioned. They were in shape, ready to go, boom, on the field. Let's go. Next play. We're running it. That didn't work. I know. Shut up. We got to run the next play. <clears throat> this year, like, I, I keep going to this, but it. I was just watching them, and it looked like both sides were physically gassed. And... It look, and then you see the shot of Tyree Stevenson. He's on the sideline looking like uh, that that one lady from Popeye's when the chicken sandwich fiasco was going on. You <laughs> wow. know what I mean? Like, yeah. as, as, like I, there's, there's so many problems, but I, I do believe that effort is the beginning of it. I think that conditioning is an issue. I think that scheme is an issue, and it does point back to the coaching side of things. Is your team buying into the hits principle? Remember, the H is for hustle. We were sitting here with seven minutes to go, and me and you was like, hey, why they ain't on the ball yet? The one thing that will never change, though, is we have always been known as a team to compete, even when we were trash. So the fact that that's now becoming a questionable thing, like we didn't even compete, that's, that's, again, it is on the players, but it's definitely on the coaching staff because you have to get them ready for this. And so – I know we, we, we've kind of beat this one, so we go, move on to the you, next one. I ain't going to lie to you. Belichick talk is so annoying when you're not Belichick. I hate hearing Matt Eberflus now. <laughs> Whenever he talks, when you're not Bill Belichick, don't be giving me Belichick talk, bro. Like, don't be uh, – you know, bro, he said, he said Monday, bro. I was sitting here. I talked with Courtney about this today, too, on the show. He said Monday. <laughs> yeah, we got the guys in the room. They saw what they needed to see. We fixed it. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd you fix? Y'all ain't been on the field yet. You ain't on the field till Wednesday. Practice is Wednesday. You ain't fixed nothing. You ain't fixed nothing. <laughs> Shout out hey, to hey. football. CFs. Well, I guess that's CFC candy. CF candy. All right. Football, anyway, CF thank you for candy? the super chat. Says, hey, Pat, I don't know if you know or I don't know if you saw the Tim, Tim Jenkins video where he was calling out Getsy saying he was inept, red flag. If this team is bad, fans should demand a coaching change. We can demand all we want. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to fire anybody based on one game, just like I'm not looking to ship out Chase Claypool based on one game. This, this is the thing about the Breeze. This is the thing about any show you see me on, any show you see Kid on. I'm going to call you out for what happened on the field. That doesn't mean I'm calling for your job. I'm telling you to fix it. Now, if I call you out for what happened on the field too many times, I, I will say this. We might get to that point. I will say this. I was never really bought in on the whole Eberflus thing, mainly because of the candidates we had available. Or the candidates that could have been in our in the in the the, the, the blue and orange. So at this point, let's be uh, real. The candidate that we all wanted, or that most Eric people wanted, was Eric still Bianca. available. Yeah, it was Eric being me? He's so, still available. Like nobody's giving him a job yet. Yeah. So like at this point, like, but here's the thing: I was not big on that because I wasn't big on hiring another defensive coach to try to make a high-powered offense in 2023. 
the one thing that I picked up quickly as I started to study football is the game has changed and the coaches that are very successful now have embraced the fact that if you are going to be a defensive head coach, you need to hire a really freakishly good OC. And if you don't do that, you need to get out the way. And that's what they've done. Every defensive coach had a really good OC. We yeah, but you got you got to find the right tree. That's the problem. That's true. I, and and I'm not making, right trying to make tree. it seem you know trivial. what I mean. Like you know, I'm not trying to make it seem like it's easy to do. Right? And even not, I think I think even to that right, like listen, the Bills were one of the best offenses in the NFL last year. The dude that we thought was the reason for that was in New York. Look what like he did. Like this, still, you know and what look I mean? What he did. And look what he did on Sunday. Yeah, hey, I mean, hey, but... no, Sunday was a dud. I give him that. <laughs> look what but he did he on changed Sunday. The entire trajectory. <laughs> like we still think the Giants could make the playoffs, especially yeah. given their division. Yeah. Like no, I, I'm with you. You know, so like he's still a good coach. Like you can see that he knows what he's doing offensively. Does he have the talent there to execute it? Totally different story. And I'm not sitting there trying to defend any dimes, but yeah. it was a bad. It was 40 and 0, dog. You you can't put up a goose egg. Now, I but think like, this is this is interesting. Football candy comments this and says 100% not based on appreciate the super chat as always 100% not based on one game. But if the pattern repeats, especially with horrendous managing process, you cannot give them a chance with another QB coaches. I will say this. If we get to the point where we have to go out and, and just it feels basically, you know, craps the bed 17 weeks this season like it would have to be horrendously bad for the bears to not even pick up his fifth year option because guess what they could still draft a quarterback and pick up Justin field's fifth year option you could do both but it would have to be so horrendously bad but these coaches will not get another shot with another another quarterback no i don't absolutely. believe that at all no like like i don't i think that if you can't make a justin fields work they won't get another shot I, I don't know about that part because I do see I do see some reluctance in in things that he has to work on, but I don't think I don't think Eberflus will get another shot just based off of how he managed the organization from your head coach managing everything I mean, else to get I'm your team. Right. I don't think that's going to happen. That, that's going to happen. I can't sit here and listen. It's one game. Everything seems like the sky is falling. The Bears aren't being managed bad. I the Bears aren't the one. Bears aren't the, the organization is this is the best the Bears have ever been run. Even so with a, that loss to the Packers, that's no, even even just even just from a right, because we did the whole bring in John Fox, get the structure, get the organization, all of that. And we still saw, you know, a, a blank show when it came down to you know managing a new quarterback coming. I mean, John Fox basically didn't get a quarterback. You had a year of Jay and Mitch, and they got him up out of here. But I just, I think the Bears are being run well. I can't complain yet on how the team is being managed because we've only seen one week of it. And I guess what? If we get the week 10, week 11, and it's still more of this, yeah, okay, the team's being managed poorly. I don't agree with hey, Jacksonville fired a coach like halfway through the season because they ain't like the way he was managing it. Nah, he was rapey. He was rapey. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, come can on. You let's say let's, that? I don't let's think keep you can it a say buck. That. I don't think let's keep it a that. buck. No, no, it's what he was. Hey, what but, no, no, no. Back. I'm just saying for our for our monetization, I don't think you can say that. Let's uh YouTube being weird nowadays. I'm just saying oh, he, well, he's maybe, a little uh, he's a little gray area. Or it, no, he's a little gropey? red area. Whatever gropey. he was, it was wrong. All right. Can you say gropey? You can see, yeah, I don't gropey? know. Hey, gropey gropey feels, past it. He was a bad gropey guy. feels wrong. Bad guy, bad guy. Hey, I, I think go. he's still out there in Indianapolis doing the same stuff, too. I don't hey, know, man. Think, hey, hey, Indianapolis. I'm not in Indianapolis. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, think, 
But no, like I just I don't I'm not gonna say after one game. What I I think here's what irritates most fans and me included. Slimy, I like that. With slimy, he's a little slimy. Yeah, eh, I, I don't know. I, I'm uncomfortable with that as well. You're but here, here's what. Let's just here's, leave it alone. Let's <laughs> just leave it alone. Let's move past. It. Here's what irritates most fans. Matt Eberflus is a head coach that deals with people on an individual basis. That's not how football teams normally are run. At least the the elite okay. of elites. You get your here and there guys, right? Andy Reid deals with people mm-hmm. on an individual basis. He wants to know you. He's going to deal with you different than he's going to deal with him. And yes, mm-hmm. but but like you think about your top coaches, right? They just say, hey, listen, you on the train or you're not. Bill Belichick treated Tom Brady like he was the rest of the room. Now, granted, Tom Brady left and still has success. I think that there has to be an evolution of what people think football is because you're seeing less and less of those coaches be successful. Right? When it's the everybody's on the train, if you're not on the train, we're getting up out of here. That's that how was Super that, Bowl teams run though. That that was the past though. I mean, Andy you're not Reed's seeing that now. Team like that, Andy Reid's nah, just not Andy, wild. Andy Reid deal with people on a very individual basis. J Mac was like, you know, I I thought you know everybody. He he did say he don't talk to rookies though. He did uh uh, uh he he's did still, uh, he still got the old school. That. He said he still don't talk to rookies, but right, he deal with Pat different than he dealt with Tyree, different than he deals with Kelsey, different than he deals with right, and that's kind of how Fluce is. That's modern coaching. That's how uh what's so boy uh Mike McDaniels is Mike McDaniels, Mike right? McDaniels. Miami head coach Mike McDaniels, Mike McDaniels is Mike McDaniels. that's how like you're starting to see that newer generation come in, and it's just not what football is used to. So when we see Nate Davis getting treated differently than we see Justin Fields getting treated, and then we see it it doesn't sit right with us. And I ain't gonna lie to you, it don't sit right with me either. I'm not sitting here acting like I'm above y'all, I'm with you, but I'm just asking, is that this is what we have to ask? Is the way that things were the way we want our team to be run? Is the way say that one more time? If the way is the way that things were, so it's football as a whole, is the way that things were the way we want our football team to be run? Because I want my team to be with the times, not behind the times. I think the culture that you instill and you establish at your team should be very much of the past, where it was like all hands on deck, all in, and no one's above the team. I think how you go about executing and what our focus is needs to be more 2023, and that's offense. You look at Mike McDaniels as a good example. Very creative guy, very creative on how he approaches the game, but he's a very he's an offensive guru. Offensive-minded head coach. Offensive-minded head coach. So, you know, when you have an offensive-minded head coach who's putting a lot of time and attention on that, I think we all can realize that we are no longer in the era of football where you want your defense to carry you. Yeah. And I think that trickles down all the way. It's like the defense now was like, hey, we can sit out here and get these stops, but you ain't scoring. Yeah. And there's people on the defense that will never score a touchdown. So that now that becomes a, a thing. So to answer your question, the culture, yes, but how we go out and execute it, no. Like we shouldn't be out there taking But I think the problem is you have to update passes. your culture with the with the, <laughs> the players you have. Right. Like you deal with you do the like Bill Belichick is seeing now granted doesn't have Tom Brady that plays a big part into it. But he's seeing less success with the whole. Everybody's the same, 
even at the end kind of of Tom's tenure. Right, it was a very up and down process. Now he still won some Super Bowls, Emma, but you know the, I, I kind of I got some pushback on that, bro. The pushback I got is one talent. He's accomplished a lot with the talent that he had. Right now, he had one year. Last year was was a very unlike Bill to have to go through that. Right, that was very. But I expect him to do good this season. I expect him to compete. I expect him to win <laughs> eight to nine games this season because that's how a real well-coached Bill Belichick team was. And you also have to think of pedigree and respect. Yeah. Bill Belichick walks through this door for the Chicago Bears. People going to get on their the, on, on oh, ground. Oh, 100%. But, right? but I, think I don't even also... know where Eberflus came from. But here's the thing, right? You have you have to have a spe- Indianapolis. You have to have a special mindset with it, though, right? Like you have to be like, I'm willing to deal with that. I don't think you have it, players it, in the modern era. You got a lot less players now that are willing to deal with that. And I think there's a lot of times where players go over there and they be like, I could deal with that. And then we be like, Hey, man, what happened to him? He ain't in the league no more. <laughs> but see, that's the thing in football. That's what happens. If you got a coach like Bill who has yep. that resume, there's a good chance where you don't get right here. You ain't in the league no more. Yeah, it ain't like the NBA where you can bounce around and find yourself on a couple. You may not be in the league anymore. I so just, like, if I, this was a if this was a Patrick Rand team, yeah, like yeah, Chase Claypool may not be in the league to see what happens for his next contract. He might be a third string. He might be third on the depth chart at that point. You know, hey, his listen, whole career changes. He really, he really of, heading toward a Juju Smith-Schuster out here. Yeah, so like... And, now, and Juju ended up getting the ring, from, but... I, I just, I'm saying like, he doesn't have the resume that not, Bill not, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he can't come in. He can't same come respect. in. Hey, that's why I said, the Bill Belichick talk irritates my soul. Yeah. Hey, he we're going to get in there. We're on the indie. Shut up, dog. Yo, figure out Green Bay first. He but, doesn't uh, garner the same respect <laughs> as some of these other head coaches and even offensive coordinators who've been around for a while because they don't – I don't think they believe in what he's trying to put forth. I, I just yeah. don't. I just don't. And it's not like the Colts had a dominant team to the point where they won a lot. Like, the Colts have been in a very up and down situation. They ain't even paying their runner. They're they, they best player right now. Here's, so, the I mean, only, <laughs> here's the only annoying part while I'll agree with what you're saying. You can't preach hits and be individualistic. Facts. It's not going to work. You're contradicting your system. Hits is all hands on deck. Everybody go. Get in there. Old school. Run. Jump. When I say jump, you say how high, and you got a lot of young black dudes in there. <laughs> but I believe you, Michael. Remember the ref? <laughs> I believe you. I didn't see it, Michael, but I believe you. Hey, hey, and that's that's hey, evil move right there. Hey, hey listen, his hey, principle. But Nate Davis, you don't have to practice. He said, he said, bro. Hey, listen, I don't care who Michael Jordan is. I'm arguing that ref on that call 210%. I'm getting thrown out of that game, bro. There's no way you go look at Michael Jordan in the face and go, I didn't see it, Michael, but I believe you. Nah, bro. I'm you taking me up. I'm out of here, bro. Hey, bro, I'm out of here, bro. Like, you're not (laughs) I need to see that full play. I feel like that was cut up for 90s propaganda, something else, right? I feel like that was cut up for 90s propaganda because. Or early 2000s propaganda. Because there's no way that they was just cool with that, bro. And then that was just, <laughs> when you're Michael Jordan, you know. Nah, bro, not hey, at Sam, all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to see the full clip. I want to believe the lie. I want to believe that Mike had that much pull. 
bro, my, hey, bro, I, I I'm gonna tell you this. That much Bam, I'm how. gonna tell you this right now. I heard uh, Chris Weber say this. I do want to get into the the Kyler Gordon update, but I'm gonna tell this real quick. I heard Chris Weber say this. I had to find the gang. As again, Chris Weber, I think he was on, he's either on the Warriors or on Washington. He wasn't on Sacramento yet. And they were playing. No, he was on Sacramento because they were in uh, Philly. They were in, uh, um, uh, Chuck was in Phoenix. Chuck was in Phoenix. So okay. he was on Sacramento. So <laughs> they playing this game. And Chuck tries to make a move. They call a travel on him or something. And Chuck is going off. No, he called a foul on him. He went up. Said it was a foul. They don't call it. He get the ball back, go up, make the layup, come down the other end. He cussing the ref down the whole way. He come back down. He's still cussing the ref out. He come back down. He's still cussing the ref out. They finally call timeout. And you hear Chuck say, I score. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. 20,000 points in this building right here. You can't tell me what a file is. Bro, when I tell you Chuck spent the rest of the game at the free throw line, oh, bro, yeah. bro, bro, when I tell you he spent the whole game. So there are some players that do get that treatment. Listen, that's the moral of the story. Tom Brady. That's a bar. <laughs> I, put 20, I scored 20,000 points in this building right here. You can't tell me what a foul is, bro. I swear, this man got every foul the rest of the way. I had to go find the game when he told the story. I was dying <laughs> laughing, bro. Uh, let's get oh, into uh, Kyler Gordon. Let's get man. into Kyler good? Gordon. Kyler Gordon, uh, just quick injury update. So he is dealing with the injury. I asked Courtney Cronin about this. She did say that um, Kyler Gordon, it, basically what the coaches are saying is that it doesn't look good. Um, But I don't know what the extent of it is. Basically, it means that the hand is probably messed up, and we'll find that out tomorrow. But... I don't know if that means he can't wear a club. I don't know if that means that he can't, you know, he can't go out there and make it work. They are mm. already saying, though, that they feel confident about Josh Blackwell playing that spot. Now, Josh Blackwell, not as good as Kyler Gordon, but, um, I mean, he he's competent there. He's somebody that you don't have to worry about all game. He is not Kendall Vildor. Okay. I can, I can guarantee that you will not see Kendall Vildor there. Like, he's not that guy, so... Um, that's the latest that we got on the Kyler injury. I mean, that that's a blow to the DB room, to the to the defense as a whole. But I mean, listen, I could sit here and tell you why Kyler is gonna struggle, why or why why that's a struggle for the team and why this team is gonna struggle without him being there in the slot and blah blah blah. None of it matters if you ain't getting pressure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. None of it matters if you're not getting to the quarterback. We had six quarterback pressures in total one side. Which we we on we on par to we're already down three in the sack uh committee. 
I'm trying to see if anything else came out in regards to it, but no, you're right. Nah, you won't see nothing till tomorrow. The injury report drops tomorrow. That, again, another thing where you be in Belichick out here. Like, listen, there's no government secrets in there. Jesus. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Pat, will you have a chance to speak? Even flus Getsy, no RPOs. Vet saying the play calling is inadequate. QB school ripping into Getsy about routes. I mean, listen, we we talked about that yesterday. We'll talk about it a little bit kind of when we get to the the Josh Allen conversation as well. He's been um, getting it. He's been he's been getting it since. Oh, guess he getting game. cooked right now. He's been <laughs> getting he, demolished, bro. Hey, was, hey, yo, I gotta add that to my soundboard. Oh boy, where was that? Was that Adrian Broner who said that? It was the boxer. He's like, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yeah, guess he out here getting cooked, bro. Like I ain't gonna lie to hey, you. They served him up real nice on Monday morning. It was, like, hey, bro. Like, hey, hey, when Mike Greenberg is cooking you, you getting cooked. Mike Greenberg, one of the nicest people in the world, bro. Like that. Hey, hey, listen, we'll keep it going, man. We appreciate your support, football. I appreciate your support. We we definitely gonna get into it. Uh, Let's jump into this though. Um, I kind of have to be a little bit more careful, even though I still kind of pretty much said what I what I wanted to say on the Chicago Bears podcast. But I do want to say this: I knew Packers fans were kind of garbage just as people in general. But what I saw on Twitter yesterday after Aaron Rodgers, in my mind, the second I saw it, maybe it's because of my eye, whatever it is, I instantly was like, this dude ruptured his Achilles. I was, I mean, or, or tore I Like, you could see the foot yeah. pop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I saw the, we're not going to get a pick now, dang it. At least we traded Aaron. At least we don't have to deal with the injury here. When my, I didn't realize y'all were on Raptors fans level. Like, I knew y'all were garbage as, like, general human beings for the most part, but I didn't realize y'all were on Raptors fans level. Like, that's scum of the earth, bro. Like, somebody's career might... Like, Aaron Rodgers is saying he wants to come back, he wants to play again. You know how hard that is? This man is not, he first off, he's 40 years old. He's not trying to come back from like a sprained ankle. This man has to go through the rehab to get back to being a normal person and then push his body to try and get back to NFL shape. And then he has to get in playing shape, not just NFL shape. I like the fact that he walked off for that small. Me, me too. Me too. Hey, listen, I'm I, not I like getting carded out like of here. I'm walking off into my own power. But, bro, I swear, like, listen, I hate Aaron Rodgers. I literally hate Aaron Rodgers. Like, the football player, right. He has destroyed my football team my entire life. I went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Couldn't believe it. Maybe Jordan Love is in there now. We'll see. I want to see what he's doing week two, but we'll see. But, dog, it's... it. I, I hate that so much because the one thing that I will pride Chicago on... Classic. No matter where you go, we kind of rock with you. No matter what team you're on, you always have that connection to Chicago. I see Robin Lopez now. I think he's on Orlando, and I'd be like, hey, Rolo, I miss man. I miss Rolo, man. We but, didn't win none with Rolo. Bobby Portis. <laughs> yeah, I like Bobby for different reasons. Hey, listen, hey, I like Bobby I like Portis still get love in Chicago. Hey, hey, I like the fact that Bobby Portis was walking away. He was like, bro, leave me alone before I hit you in your eye. And then he punched that man in the eye <laughs> and took his spot and cooked in it. <laughs> but 
it's just it's just one of those things where I just I I'm not I can't vibe with that. I can't. It took it took the Packer fan hate to a whole different mm-hmm. level for me. I was yeah. like, oh, I hate y'all as like people now. Like this is a whole different thing. Some classless people, and I think that's what it really boiled down to. Like you didn't expect them to see someone who got you all a championship, right? Got you a Super Bowl, one MVP. You all have been competitive most of again all of my life. But you sit there and you denigrate him when it's time to move on. Like that, what you expect? Like that's not that's not cool. Keep it, keep it, keep it, keep yourself above. above it's just it's just one of those things where I, I actually I actually love being a Chicago fan in those moments because I know how we are. Well, Chicago's the first city. If somebody get hurt on the other team, and you stand up with cheering, hey, walk off on your own power. Props to you. Wish you nothing but the best. It's a game. We got work tomorrow. And I swear, I swear, like, to me, those are the cities that get that. Blue-collar cities. Blue-collar city, and, and you would think Green Bay would get that, but I guess when you're stuck in there and, and all you do is, you know, cheese or whatever. I don't know what the heck they do. Pack meat. Um, far- shout out. It's the farm town. I mean, come on. Like, like, bro, like, I'm sorry. Like, they, you should be the first ones. Like, hey, he got up, he walked away. It is, is that was disgusting to me. Uh, I did love this Olin Krutz. I don't know if that's Olin. Olin, that you? I always ask this. That, that you, Olin? Is uh, <laughs> tell J Mac I said what up. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I, I, I love the story that they said because they were giving out free drinks if the Jets lost at a bar. These mugs started going crazy ordering the drinks. Second Aaron got hurt, they cheered. And the Jets won. So everyone had to pay. (laughs) How's karma for you? Hey, hey, go tend your farm after that. Um... (laughs) Oh, I wonder that, what that, that bill that was. Sickens, that sickens me as a fan, bro. It really does. I'm not going to lie yeah. to you. As, as a fan of a team that, that'll put it all on the line, that sickens me as a fan. You know what it was, bro. They was drinking freaking uh, Spotted Cow, <laughs> which is actually a really good beer. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never had it. Don't want Spotted it. Cow uh, is pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, the name alone says no. Um, yeah. <laughs> moving, moving on to the other side of that matchup, we got the Buffalo Bills who yeah. – uh, opened up against the Jets, as we just mentioned. Aaron Rodgers goes down. You think this would be a layup? Nah, that Jets defense said not today. And uh, Josh Allen goes out there and looks very much like uh, a deer in headlights. I mean, mm-hmm. two of those picks was just god-awful. Overthrew the man into double coverage. Like, you have to have precision with that. And I know I've praised him as being accurate. Hey, that first one, that first one was wild. <laughs> I've praised him as being a good QB, a top five QB. I still think he is. Yeah, he's still he's still. Top I five. still think he is. One game doesn't change that. Now, two, we talking about a you know a different story. Um, however, he looked real bad at a certain point. He look, he got it together. He looked real bad. Now, here's the question: Was he just bad, or was the Jets defense just that good? The Jets defense is that good. I do 110% believe that. The Jets' defense is that good. They are literally one QB away from a Super Bowl. That team yeah, is loaded. It, it is, that 100%. Loaded. Like, like, here's the thing. I predicted them to make the Super Bowl. Clearly, I think that that prediction is now over with. Somebody else is probably going to be there. 
But I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them there, if Zach Wilson just figures out how not to mess up. If Aaron Rodgers is sitting there, okay, this is what you want to do in this. Like, like I, I wouldn't be surprised because literally it's just don't mess up. That defense is that good. You don't have to go out there and put up 45 points he because the defense is going to make sure that the team on the other side puts up 22. He can, can you get me 23? Career. If he goes out there and does it right, oh, he can revive his he career. He can revive 100%. his career. All you oh, have to man. do is go out there and just perform like he like the pick that he was drafted as. If yeah. he can just do that and they get to the playoffs, you, you don't have to worry about it. Now, he probably ain't going to play next season, but they're going to get some trade value for him. Uh, but I think I think here's the real question, and it goes back to what uh, Football CF was, was asking about when it comes down to preparation in the QB school and all these guys questioning Getsy. Uh, I want to make sure that we're questioning everybody the same way. Is preseason important? Or do we need to change our brains to what college football is where basically your first three, four weeks don't matter? Reason why? Bengals looked horrible. Chiefs looked horrible. Ravens won and kind of still looked horrible. Vikings looked horrible, even though I think they will be horrible. Bucks had a. Man. I don't think the Chiefs looked horrible, Pat. Chiefs I think that horrible. I think you I think you saw the lack of talent they had. Like Kadarius Tony. I like, and you saw Nagy, you but saw like Nagy. Patrick Mahomes looked like Patrick Mahomes. He threw some dots. My man has several passes. No, but his, I don't but even his... have a ball right here. It went through my man's hand. It no, went through. Hey, dog, pay me a million dollars to miss a. Cat, I get, cat. I get you, I get you. But what I'm saying is the team as a whole, you didn't see that same Chiefs team that you would that would go out. Like realistically, the Lions didn't look great. And it did, the defense looks the defense looks more improved. That defense looked good. The man. defense looks more improved. And I, that pass rush a little bit. No, I'm I'm a little nervous. I'm a little more nervous. That pass rush nice. And, and but, I gotta admit, Gibbs looked pretty good. <laughs> I, I see why they picked him as high I, as they I, did. Listen, I listen, you're still not gonna pay him in four years. Like you talking about four years down the line, baby. I'm talking about today. Listen, listen. I know they philosophy. They cut both they running backs they had last season. (laughs) Hey, um, but no, I mean, like as you go through, right? Like when you start to talk about those teams you thought were good, the Jaguars looked pretty good that day, even though the Colts kind of kept that thing close. The the 49ers looked like the elite team that they're supposed to be. Um. (laughs) <laughs> the Seahawks, we think they're going to be a decent little playoff team, and they they looked god awful. Or right? did like Geno we, Smith finally come back down to earth? Maybe, but I think that that the 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 statement that I'm making is right. Like the Eagles barely get over the Patriots week one. Basically, like me, we both said this coming out of it. We're just like that's some awful football. Awful. So with guys like Josh Allen, Josh Allen played awful football yesterday. Josh mm-hmm. Allen probably saw what I don't I don't even know how many preseason snaps he saw. I would bet it wasn't that many. No, 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 no. And I get you. <laughs> I, I totally get where you're going with it, especially when you say, you know, we, we sit there, we hold the Bears to the fire about not practicing in preseason or not playing in preseason, things of that yeah. nature. There's a lot of teams, teams that we can hold to the fire. A lot the of difference teams we is we don't, know that, we don't know if the Bears going to then go off and win after that. That's the I will say this. Josh Allen, I think he what? He got over $200 million? Did he already get his contract? Yeah, he got his deal already. Deshaun Watson got his contract? Yes. Joe Burrow, they knew they was going to get his contract. Patrick yeah. Mahomes got his contract. Yeah, the, a lot of teams that look bad, who I give excuses to, are people who've who've invested quarter of a billion dollars into one guy. Guess what? 
I don't want to see him in a game that don't matter. And at the same time, they're proving QBs. Well, Burroughs was a little bit different. Burrow was injured, so there's that. But hey, but but he already he's proving proven QB. Hey, listen, like, I, I you don't question you. Joe Burrow at all. I, I get you, but it's it's not questioning. I don't get that. I don't get it's that in not, Chicago. No, at, but no position do I get that. It's not questioning what the player is. It's questioning what value should I place on week one? Because the NFL doesn't seem to value week one. For those teams, it's different. For us, we need to value it because but we. But matters. I mean, when when does it stop? The when Panthers didn't play. The Panthers didn't play Bryce a ton in preseason, right? He's a rookie, right? Mm. Like when when do when do we stop with? Okay, what what team has to play? What teams don't have to play? Right? Like I think like literally, clearly it mattered a little bit because the Bills look like they can't play football by the end of the season. Will they? Sure. But I, I think just it, think that I just Green think Bay that right, like, most of theirs they played a, they they played a nice they played Jordan Love a good sample size to see some things and yeah. they looked prepared. So they I did. think it's a very situational thing. I don't think hey. you could sit there and make this blanketed statement like, "Hey, the NFL doesn't care when everybody in the NFL ain't on the same level." It's legit levels to this. But so I, some people, I, I, you I agree with you. Reps. I agree with you. This game, this week one for the Bears matters way more for them than week one for the Bills. Because the Bills, we have confidence are going to make the playoffs. We still trying to figure out who the hell we are. But I I just, that's the thing, right? Like, realistically, week one matters week one. Week one matters if we lose week two. Like, it still matters. I'm pissed about it. It still matters. It's a double loss in your division. But it matters a heck of a lot more if we lose to the Buccaneers. She don't know me that well when she made that statement. (laughs) <laughs> didn't Mitch prove himself he went to the playoff hey she don't know me that well to make that statement that's a whole different argument right yeah, there you yeah, he he still think Mitch got got some room to grow hey hey I'll tell you this Mitch <laughs> got still, a winning record he, he still think Mitch got room to grow Mitch got a winning record that's all I know <laughs> I'm gonna troll y'all forever off Mitch y'all better stop playing with me I mean you can't troll me like I mean you hey, know listen me. Hey, listen, hey, listen, I'm listen, upset you can't, him. you can't, you, you, you can't it. troll me because I was there when you said to bench him <laughs> and that man, Mitch said, that man stared at that <laughs> hey, INT down six. hard. <laughs> hey, that man hey. stared at that INT down like he meant it. Who was the backup <laughs> at that point? Who was the backup at that point? I don't even care. Dog, I don't was even that Foles? Yeah, it was. No, Foles, Foles was with Justin, he's... wasn't he? I don't know who that was, but bro. He I stared just... that thing down so hard. I was like, "Dag, dog, bro." I swear, go. I just, I just remember whoever the backup was. I think it was Foles. I just remember him going, "Oh what are you, man, what are you looking at, bro?" Like, <laughs> hey, hey, dog. Bro, I, all I remember is Pat looked at me. I was like, "He gotta go." He didn't I even saw say it. nothing. I was like, "He gotta hey, go." Bro. Hey, bro. It was one of these. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, dog." <laughs> Oh, Mitch it was Foles. That was in the Atlanta game. That's exactly what that was. It was Foles. He came in and ended up winning that game. Hey, hold on. Wait, wait. You said Mitch never threw a pick six? I don't know if that's a fact, but if that's a fact, then Mitch has the weirdest career I've ever seen. He has a very... Mitch uh, never threw a pick six. That's crazy to me if that's true. I don't think I it's don't true. I don't think that's true. I think he threw a pick six on that play. I don't think that's true. 
But if it maybe is, it is. maybe it wasn't. Man. Maybe he got close and Buddy fell down. But I know all I saw was the backup QB looking at him as he came to the sideline. I think it was Foles just like, hey, because hey, you said all that stuff. Mitch never had this much. Of, Mitch got more yards and TDs right now. I just let you know that right now. Well, he might got hey. more yards. I don't think he got hey. more TDs. Hey. I don't care what nobody say. Mitch terrible. Hey, and Mitch <laughs> hey. got an award uh, that Justin Fields uh, will never get. <laughs> the MVP. Hey, you can't Nickelodeon give it to Nickelodeon most valuable hey. player, hey. man. Hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry. You can't give a black dude the NVP. That's a fact. You can't. Hey, yo. Oh. Hey, yo. <laughs> you can't give a black dude the MVP. You playing a dangerous game there. <laughs> but no, I just I just look at week one of the season and I see a bunch of teams that we are pretty sure are going to be competitive, are going to look a lot better than what they look. And none of like, listen, I mean, even the teams that we're like, oh, well, he's they were nine and eight last year, so they can do this. Nine and eight is most of the league. When you look oh, at the I division, based off nine and eight, it's you got to know your personnel, baby. You got to I mean, know listen, your personnel. When you got if, all if, new personnel, you I, I, need I'm going to tell, I'm, I'm tell you this. I'm going to tell you this right now. CJ Stroud didn't play much of preseason. No, hey, guess like, what? like that's that's believe- why I'm saying, where do you stop it at? Because like, is the Bears the threshold? Is a nine and eight team the threshold? Is a seven and nine team that, or seven and ten team the threshold? Like, where do we stop at? You need to go out there and get reps because there's a lot of teams that were right down there at high in that draft with us, and they was like, Nah, bro, you you're not going out there because if we start the season without you. We ain't got nothing to start the season with. The I season's think a over. lot of that's gonna change. I think a lot of that's going. I think the start of this season, hey bro, proves we going to not. you that you do need more reps. Or, or it started out. this way last year. Or you actually need to practice more, like and really practice, because the Bears are not the only team that people are uh, that you hear out there saying, "All oh, these people ain't practicing." Nobody Bears are not the only practices. team that you got that with. Now, those other teams may have players that will perform better at the end of yeah. the day, yeah. but. They're not the only team. We we I want to keep it Bears focused because we can't control nothing else. We I mean we can't control the Bears either. But like realistically, I mean, well, we were talking about it because of how bad Josh Allen looked. Oh yeah, I got you. Yeah. Uh, it, it, this ain't a you. This is more of a a, a a chat fan base thing and people who are or chiming in because uh, it's easy for us to sit there and pinpoint everything else. But the Bears, as far as what we needed, we needed to practice. We needed to play. <laughs> hey Pat, what did Foles say to him? What are you? Hey, what, what are you looking at? Are you, my my yeah, best moment is when my man was yelling on the sideline and saying these plays are not working. Hey, the Nagy! <laughs> that man threw the clipboard. These plays are not working, and he had only bro. been in the game. I think that was the first time he had got in. No, uh, it was. It was, it was the second game he had got in because the Bears' offense was moving. No, it wasn't that the plays wasn't working. He killed the drive. The Bears got the offense moving, and Matt Nagy called a timeout inexplicably, and he was like, "He was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, we need, we were rolling. We got to keep going. But Nick Foles been there before. You know what I mean? Listen. Foles yeah. has been there before. Foles so that's been why there I, before. people be like, Mitch didn't do this. I'm like, Mitch was better. But even Nick Foles is like, I don't know what this guy's doing. Hey, and Nick hey, Foles me, is Matt Nagy's guy. Hey, hey, let me ask they you They sat this. on the plane together. They didn't yeah. sit on the plane the rest of that season, reportedly, because of how bad it was getting. Hey, hey, let me and ask Nick you. Foles this. not in the league anymore. How Is long till uh how long uh no no I think he out now. Yeah, uh, how 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 long till the black guy in Philly gets a statue in front? Oh, he didn't win though. 
I'm about to say, wait, what he you didn't win. No, never mind. Won? Never mind. Never mind. I, I, he won something that. I didn't know about? I had to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just trying to make a point. Nah, hey, you lost me for a good minute. I'm about to say, hold on. What happened? <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, my eyes almost sweated for a second. I was like, the heck happened in Philly that they need a statue? <laughs> hey, they gave Nick Foles a statue in Philly, bro. Hey man, Philly, the Philly special. That's that. Hey man, come. He came in through a dot. I feel so bad for Carson hey. Wentz. Hey, no, nah, I feel bad for. Uh, I don't feel bad for Carson Wentz. I feel bad for. Uh, what's the coach that's in Jacksonville now? Oh, um, why can't I think of Jacksonville's head coach? Because they fired him for saying, "No, nah, Jalen Hurts is the way we need to go." They was like, "You can't play Jalen Hurts." He's like, no, we need to play Jalen Hurts. You can't play Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl two years later. <laughs> hey, but that's why he Doug got Peterson. Doug gig. Peterson. Shout out to Tori. That's why he got another coaching gig. Because Oh, yeah. Oh, play. bro. Hey, and instantly got up in there. Set hut. Touchdown. Wait a minute. Hold on now. Now, they did go through a losing streak last year. They must have getting clapped last year, but they made it to the playoffs. Uh, hey, man, I just uh, there's there's a lot of question marks still on this team. The good thing is that tomorrow's Wednesday. Wednesday starts everything over. Um, Wednesday is looking ahead at next week. Wednesday is how do we fix the issues that we saw versus Green Bay? Not just talking about them in a room. Hey, did you see what you did there? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, cool. Let's not do that anymore. Great job, coach. We love you. Shut up. Uh, like, let, like let's start getting ready here for the Buccaneers. All you can do, uh, the one thing that I do love about football, all you can do is turn the page. Whether it's turning the page on the week or turning the page on the season, it is methodical. And there's nothing that said that more than CNN Rogers' injury last night. I was sitting here contemplating an NFL without Aaron Rodgers. And I was like, bro, that's going to be insane. I haven't seen that in months. And all while I'm thinking about that, Zach Wilson's trying to figure out how to score a touchdown. It mm. moved on that quick. So you got to turn the page on this, whether it's on the uh, game. For some fans, they turn in the page on the season. Hey, I can tell. I will say this. I can tell a lot of y'all sim and Madden. Y'all be simming whole seasons when you bad in Madden. <laughs> so I do have to ask this because, uh, well, one, we're talking about it. And come next week, we have to start talking. We have to come tomorrow. We have to start doing it anyway. I won't be on the show next uh, tomorrow because of my meeting. So got to ask you, uh, Tampa coming up. First day we actually start breaking down and preparing for them. What do you expect? Um, did you see the Tampa game? I did see the Tampa game. Tampa Tampa's defense looked pretty Tampa's, good. I said they was gonna be. There was nothing to say that they wouldn't, and they added Kalijah Kansi. Um, they they're gonna the Bears are gonna have to do a lot of help with protection, a lot of scheme help. You got you got to scheme a better blocking plan. You just have to. Uh, and and what you did versus the Packers, who have a good defensive line, it will not be good enough. And the I'm gonna tell you this right now: if the answer is wait till Tevin Jenkins gets back, we're in trouble. I do believe, yeah, you. That's a fact. I hope not. Um, I do believe the game plan is going to be. You're gonna expect expect short passes. No, I th I, I'm gonna be honest with you. They I get think after they, it. I think no. they gonna. I think I think, but they get after it and they'll overcommit. Justin Fields can get away with that. I think this week is gonna be force force it to DJ. At least I hope. I thought this a lot last year. 
I thought this pretty much until week seven. And then all of a sudden, Justin Fields just like, I guess I'm running now. But uh, I think that this week is going to be a commitment to force it the DJ. And um, you're going to see a lot more yards. I think you're going to see a lot more plays downfield. I also think Baker Mayfield. Here's the thing about the cover two. I think Baker Mayfield is going to carve that up, though. No, because the cover two makes average quarterbacks look bad. And Baker Mayfield is average. And the cover two makes average quarterbacks look bad when you actually play the cover two well. Well, when you get pressure on them. That's the real question. Is there going to be a better scheme from Allen Williams? Is there going to be a better scheme from uh, uh, a, a Yannick Ngakwe? Uh, or for a Yannick Ngakwe? It, I mean, like, I in my mind, I think that this is a game because I've seen the Bears adjust. The one thing I can say about the team last season, they did adjust. They did adjust their game plan week by week. They just didn't have the talent for it to win. I do think they're going to adjust. You see what I did there? Turning the page? I don't, I don't know what no, you're No, doing. no, no. You see how slow it is? It's like turning the Titanic, right? You don't get what's happening? That's how the Bears doing. adjust. Slowly. We want to see in-game adjustments, Pat. I don't want to lose the game. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to adjust. And then it's a team that plays a totally different way with nah, a totally different dynamic that's, QB. That's, right? that's what irritated me about week one. That's why I look at the head coaches as a preparation issue as well because we saw that last year. Last year, the Bears were actually really freaking good at halftime adjustments. That's why I said it on the uh, on, when we did the live call that I was like, listen, they, they're probably going to make some halftime adjustments come out better. Nothing they changed. Nothing they, they did. Nothing. <laughs> was like, let's try it. Man, it was trash, dog. Like, hey, <laughs> let's try. All, all I'm saying is this: I expect. Let's try. That is a dark line. Turning the Titanic is crazy. Hey, I, I'm glad y'all caught that double on Donna right there. A lot, like, a lot of I, dead I, people in that there, kid. Jesus. Hey, hey this is 100 years ago. Um, <laughs> at this point. And at this point, as long I'll as you are part of a tragedy that we can read about in history books, jokes are free. Hey, hey, my grandkids don't even know what the Titanic is. They ain't born yet. So exactly, exactly. Yo, I have some questions. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, all I'm saying is this. I expect this to be short passes, get the ball out quick, because they defense is smothering. I think their defense is just as good as Green Bay's. I see that just yeah, defense, the issue with defense. that. Yeah. Um, and so I'm expecting that he's not going to have enough time. He may not have enough time for those plays to develop to have those deep shots. This is what I'm saying. So I'm expecting that to be the case. Um, so I'm not going to be upset if the game plan is short passes or horizontal game. Biggest change that I that I think we're going to see. I think that even if he is not the uh, the the starter. Roshan Johnson will be the number one back that day. I think he's going to be the number one back. I Watching think the, the tape, receiver is going to be Cole Komet. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Check I'm cool with it. Don't get me wrong. You want, you want to know what irritates me most of all? I'm not going to lie to you. What's the biggest touchdown play that we saw in preseason? Oh, I mean, DJ Moore is a, is a screen pass. Mm-hmm. DJ Moore. You ain't run one screen pass to DJ. You running all these screens. <laughs> You can't throw one to the number one receiver. I I got nothing, baby. <laughs> you know nothing. what I mean? <laughs> I got I got nothing. Get I the pencil nothing. out, make the adjustments. Uh, hey man, follow us on everything at uh Pat the Designer. You can follow him at, at PKid One. Appreciate you guys for showing oh, love. Oh, before we get off, Uh-oh, I want everybody to do me a big favor. 
Everybody, I want everybody. I want everybody chat. in here tuned in to the to the live call on Sunday. I want you to tune into the live call on Sunday. I mean, we got a couple days for that, but you only get one day to do this. I want everybody to wish Pat a happy anniversary. Oh, well, I appreciate you, brother. I yeah, want I... Pat to actually relish in that moment. He's worked hard. So you all clap it up. My man, hey, hey, listen, marriage is hard. He's out here making I'm clapping work. for my wife. I'm clapping for my wife because y'all already know how much I, how much time I spend on here with you all. That's time so, now with her. So. If everyone could do that for me, just wish Pat a happy anniversary. I That'd appreciate y'all, man. Eight uh, years out here, Pat. That. That'd be great. Eight years and, uh, out here, man. Hey, listen, you can't have here for that. You can have happy marriages. Stop listening to these old young uh, thought processes on marriage. I should never be unhappy in my marriage. Shut up. It's hard work. <laughs> if it's hard work, but anything will work if you work hard at it. It's hard work, but anything will work if you work hard at it. That a Jay Z line? Nah, I just said it. That's a bar. Love you, bro. Happy anniversary. Hey, hey, I'll let y'all later, man. Uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in, showing love. Don Bird, the jersey will get to you. I promise that. I haven't forgot about it. I'm not avoiding you. Uh, I just usually forget about it during the week, so I need to set an alarm to do it. I'm not even going to stunt. I'm not even going to cap on it. I've had multiple opportunities. Hey, man, I'm going to get it to you. Don't worry about it. Uh, appreciate you guys for showing love. Appreciate everybody for the, the well wishes. Y'all stay safe out there. We'll be back here tomorrow uh, prepping for the beginning of the Buccaneers end. versus Bears. <laughs> you said of what? Beginning of the end. All right, bro, get off the line. Hey, go. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace. <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.